episode of the Classic Pickup Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Whips, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This podcast is sponsored by Classic Pickup Supplies, your number one Ford and Chev pickup parts supplier. Mention Classic Truck for a 10% discount off your first order. Classic Pickup Supplies, located in Coolum Beach, Queensland. Call 07 5446 2667. Or visit their website, www.classicpickupsupplies.com.au. Classic Pickup Supplies, dedicated to the restoration and preservation of the pickup. Episode 68. This week I catch up with John Flanders from Pickup Trucks Down Under. Bit of a long overdue catch up. It's been a while since we had a good chat, but uh, really good to talk to him about what's going on with, uh, I guess it's uh, mainly an Instagram page, but as we, as we talk about, he's got a Facebook presence as well, but um, just a really good way to get all the Aussie pickups together and have a good look at them. And he does some great merch. And, and as of recently, he's been putting together some great little, uh, I guess like a Cars and Coffee is calling it, meet and greet. And uh, they had one down in Melbourne in March and had over 100 trucks turn up, which was just an awesome result. So there's been a bit of pressure. Uh, people asking him to do one in Sydney, do one in Brisbane. He's working his way up. And we have a good chat about the upcoming uh, Sydney meet and greet, which is on the 26th of June, uh, 8 a.m. till 12, 12 midday, um, and that's at Oxytech in Smithfield. So have a listen to the episode, you'll hear all about it, you'll hear about what's going on and, uh, and future things as well. So great to catch up with John and have a chat, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy this one. Well, uh, John, thanks for coming back on the podcast, mate. It's um, It's been, I just had a look, it's over two years since we last had a chat. So you were episode 13, uh, and it was released on the 13th of May, 2020. So a bit of shit's gone down since then. Yeah, thanks, mate, for um, having me back. Yeah, it's, geez, two years. That's scary, isn't it? I can't believe time's gone so quick. And then uh, I think we're just saying how far you've sort of come from making as many podcasts as you have, mate. So um, hats off to you. Yeah, no, thanks. It's a mission. It's definitely a mission to get out, get one out every week, which obviously I don't. But, uh, yeah, trying to at least punch a few out when I can and get motivated and, you know, it's like everything in life, I suppose. It's um, you go through those, you know, you, you get super motivated. And like I've had weeks where I've recorded two or three in a week, and and then you got to edit them, and then you got to get it all out. And then you know sometimes you're really into it, and sometimes you're not. But no, it's it's good to keep it going. I mean, I guess I get good feedback from everyone. I guess that's why I keep doing it because, you know, it's it's not. If I was just doing this and I never heard back from anyone, it would be really hard to keep motivated. But uh, no, I get a lot of good messages and, and when you meet people and they go, oh, you're that guy from the podcast, you know, it's, it's good. Yeah, def- I think too, you know, you're probably one of the only dedicated podcasts in this sort of genre as well that I know of in Australia as well. So, um, you know, for people listening at home, you know, at least they you know, got some good content to listen to, whether it be monthly, weekly, whatever that might be. But, you know, I think it's it's really good. Um, what you're doing, mate, and um, it keeps people motivated as well too, you know, so that, that that's really good. Yeah, definitely. And um, I'm going to go right back at you because just having a look at your numbers on your Instagram page, so um, for those listening, you know, John runs pickup trucks down under and uh, 
14.9 thousand followers, mate. That's a pretty solid effort. Yeah, it's not a bad effort considering I just threw up a, a picture of a truck one day and thought, you know what, there wasn't really a niche for it in Australia. Obviously, I'd seen it in America and I knew there was quite a few pickup trucks in Australia, but nothing was ultimately dedicated to them. So um, with that one post and I guess we've come a long way since then and um, we're, we're at where we are today and it's certainly growing. I think it'll grow a, a lot more in time to come as well too. Yeah, I mean, you've got nearly 1,200 posts on there. Obviously, it's not 1,200 individual trucks. There's there's all sorts of posts on there, but I mean, there have to be seven or 800 trucks, you'd think. I would think so as well. I'm pretty confident you'll find three quarters of those posts are, um, are new posts or, or ultimately established trucks throughout Australia, and I'm pretty confident mm. there's probably double that sitting out there that I haven't been able to sort of capture, uh, capture but uh, hopefully over time I, I can uh, manage to um, do some more CSI investigation and track them down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'd say, you know, that, I mean, look, I've got two, two sitting in my yard, you know, there, there's so many builds that are on the go at the moment that, you know, and they, most people's build isn't a 12 month build. It's a three or four year kind of extravaganza and, you know, and at all, I'm obviously with the podcast. I like to share the podcast on Facebook on different pages. So I, I'm probably a member of the most <laughs> truck pages of anyone in Australia, I would reckon. But um, you know, whether it's international or Bedford, even there's Austin truck pages. There's all the Dodge stuff, and you know, a hundred Chev and Ford pages, and and they're just everyone's always just posting up. Oh, here's what I'm doing on my truck, and. And it's just amazing to see how many are out there. You know, unfortunately, a lot of them end up being sold as unfinished projects, and that's just part of life. But there's, there's, yeah, I, I feel sorry for um, anyone out there that wants to restore a HQ1 tonner in the future because there's going to be no chassis left. I think you're right, too. And the other thing is, you know, the cost of those vehicles now, or you know, Aussie Muscle or along those lines has just skyrocketed. Uh, and, of course, look, there's no doubt that American um, stuff is, is just as high, you know. Um, but it, it, it's good to capture, you know, the old Aussie, like you just said, you know, whether it be a Bedford and International or even Fargo or these, you know, they, I guess it sounds terrible, but these are sort of forgotten people and they've got their niche. And that was one of the ideas with the pages sort of to bring everyone together. And it wasn't just about, you know, whether you had a Ford or a Chev, I, I obviously understand that's the bulk of the of the pickup trucks, but it's good to capture these other guys that sort of feel like they're left out a little bit as well too. And I, and I think that was good to show these people that, you know, whether they've got a, a Ford or a Chev, that there is another market out there, whether it's Australian delivered uh, trucks or along those lines, is just ultimately to, to bring everyone together. And I guess the biggest thing that I've noticed is, you know, it's, it is a niche community, but it's a really relaxed community uh, and people are really just happy to, to share their trucks with one another and no one that I've seen in all this time has actually judged one another on their trucks. Uh, that's been really, yeah, really, really cool, I think, because you're not sort of worried about, you know, have I got 600 horsepower along those lines? It's all, it's, you know, the one goal is to get out and cruise and, and ultimately enjoy enjoy the truck and I think that's what, um, we've been able to show through the flat, you know, through the uh, platform of social media, and and whether it's a meet or along those lines, that yeah, it's 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 all about just getting mates together and having a good time. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, you know, the the thing, the biggest takeaway I get from interviewing all these builders is it kind of doesn't matter really what the outer skin of the vehicle is, whether it's painted or patina or a Ford or an international or, or whatever it is. There's no less work that goes into it. You know, like most guys who are building something, you know, you've got to upgrade your suspension. You've got to upgrade your drivetrain. You've got to rewire your vehicle. You need a fuel tank. If you're doing airbags, you need all the same shit. So it doesn't matter what, what you're, you know, it's like if you're like a redhead or a blonde, you know, it's, it's it's still the whole vehicle and if you've built one or you've been involved in building one you know how much work goes in there and i think there's just a mutual respect that everyone gives each other you know like hey i love i can see how much work you've put into your truck it's not my cup of tea i probably wouldn't park it in my driveway but full respect for the you know for what you've done with it and i think that you know that's what you're saying is that you know you don't forget a guy just because he's got a, a fargo or something that's not as popular as a chev in the in the big numbers but they're still as cool a truck and and the end result is the guy's out cruising with his family and having a good time and that's what we all want to do yeah totally agree and i also sort of feel there's so many spins that you can put on a truck as well too you know i'm, I'm just comparing an, an xw falcon I, i'm just using that as an example you know you might be standard uh, might be pro street but with a truck you know like you can ultimately go patina paint trim lowered jacked you know there's just so many ways that you can ultimately um, use that platform and again like you just said i think everyone sort of appreciates it might be not your cup of tea but in all all you you sort of sit back and go yeah well done you know you've created something pretty cool there and i think everyone's quite respectful of that as well yeah and you don't you know you don't rock up to a rod run or a truck show and see three bright red 65 mustang fastbacks for instance you know like it's it's every you know there's not too many trucks in australia i would say that you could confuse for another truck like they're all fairly unique i mean you know there's a lot of similar models that might be similar colors but you know you've got your wheel and your stance and your you know you've got your little things that just individualize them and yeah it's, it's cool i really love it yeah i agree i think you're exactly right too from that point of view it's it's definitely growing. Um, it's pretty obvious that, you know, the truck scene has really taken off and there's a lot of people who ultimately would love to get into a truck. Uh, and that's that's been a big thing that I've noticed is like a lot of people message me on the daily, oh, where can I find this? Where can I find that? I'm like, oh, I don't have that much that I can give you. Ultimately, I'm like, they're out there. You've got to look for them. Um, but it's, it's a scene that a lot of people are really wanting to get into. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's... You know, you can you can bring one over from the states, which um, I'm sort of doing at the moment, and and a lot of guys do that. But but there's there's got to be 10, 15 guys in Australia now who are regularly bringing trucks in, and they're sitting in Australia. They've already passed through customs and quarantine, and you know they've got a solid title. You don't have to organise and do all that stuff. You can just rock in and and buy it and build it the way you want it, you know, or you can pay someone to build it, but it's becoming easier. I think, you know, to get into a truck, if you want to, you know, you don't have to search Facebook marketplace in Texas to find something you can, you can just get on Facebook Australia and, and there's plenty of guys doing it. I think you're right too. I think, you know, compared to a few years back, ultimately, if you wanted a truck, you were probably, you know, if it was American or along those lines, you were really probably looking at having to source it yourself. There was only really a couple of, 
known importers in Australia that ultimately had stock of it. But now we've probably got the luxury where a lot more guys are bringing them into Australia. And they probably understand too because it is so popular as well. Um, you know, and it, it for the consumer or the buyer, it's I guess it's less had a headache too going through that whole import process. I know we've both been through it and it can be quite quite stressful at times too. So knowing that you've got something sitting in the country makes things a heck of a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm having issues on both ends. I'm having some issues with a title on a Suburban in Texas and I'm having some issues with uh, just how long it's taking to clear vehicles through customs at the moment, which is um, a little bit frustrating. But, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. It's good to see, see more and more. And, I mean, obviously there's heaps of Aussie vehicles still sitting out there too, you know. Like I, I go for long drives sometimes delivering my fire pits and things like that and, you know, and I intentionally do not drive on the main roads. I, I take every back road known to man and it probably takes me an hour longer to get somewhere. But there, there's stuff sitting around and it's still there. And if, if you're prepared to make a bit of an effort and, and offer up some some honest, reasonable money, I, I think you can still get yourself a really cool right-hand drive truck here in Australia. I think you're right too. It's not all about the left hand. There's some really cool Aussie stuff floating around you seeing on sitting in some people's farms or along those lines. I know we went from uh, Melbourne to Queensland just there just after Christmas and we always go the back way and you sort of, yeah, you can still see there's quite a little bit sort of sitting around in those paddocks or people's yards or along those lines. So exactly what you said, they're, they're still sitting out there. Um, you just probably need to come up with a bit of a hard-earned cash. Is really, most people sort of clued on that they're probably wanted vehicles at the moment. Yeah, and then, oh man, the pricing like my my Chev, my fifty my fifty model Chev truck that I bought, I paid twenty seven hundred and fifty bucks for it um, when I bought it, and that was I thought I was paying a bit too much, but it was pretty good rust wise. And now I look at them, that same truck's eight to ten grand. You know, it's um it's crazy. Yeah, it is. And I, and look, and I feel for people trying to get into to old school cars or, or trucks because, yeah, pricing has ultimately gone through the roof. And I know that makes it quite difficult sometimes. There's still bargains out there. You've got to search quite high and low for them. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, it's making it a little bit trickier for people trying to get into the hot, you know, older hot rodding scene, truck scene, classic scene, or along those lines. It's, it, it makes it quite difficult, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, you know, like once you're in there and you've built built something like the prices stuff are selling for now, like it's not unusual to have an eighty to hundred thousand dollar retail value on on a well-built truck, even here in Australia. And so, you know, if, if you buy a ten thousand dollar truck and then you go and sink 60 or 70 grand into it, which let's be honest, you're going to if you want to if you want to do something that's pretty maybe on airbags or if you want to LS it or you want to do, you know, like a coyote or something like that, you're going to be spending that sort of money. And um, But I don't think you're wasting money. I, th- I think the market's there where if you if you want to get out of it in the end, you probably can. I think you're right too. I'm, I'm pretty confident if you put smart money, I guess is the best way, into whatever you're building, there's a very strong chance you're going to get that money back, if not more at the moment. I don't see these cars or trucks coming down in value anytime soon you know it's people want these these types of vehicles now and i think it's safe to say you might be able to tell your wife your partner boyfriend that you've got yourself an investment <laughs> yep yeah as long as i don't know what it costs i think it's normally the go yeah you never tell them you never tell them 
No. <laughs> so you, you've got a good line of merch going now, and I, I was sort of having a bit of a, a gander at the store earlier, and there's a couple of new graphics that I hadn't seen before. Um, you got some really cool. It's a '56 Ford uh, graphic, which is that's rad. It's uh, really cool, actually. Yeah, I'm quite fortunate that I've got you know I've done uh, had a gasser by Ryan Ford, and then I've got Smith uh, Kelsman's that's come on board as well for for the majority of my merch. So I I like the the vibe, and he and he gets me ultimately. I tell him what I want, and then he'll design it and give it to me and. Um, and it generally always puts a smile on my face. So uh, we, we are aiming to do more merch. You know, I get asked the question, geez, you must be making a lot of money on merch, but it's, it's not that. I ultimately just put it back into making a new design. So we want to look at trying to target the people we're just talking about, whether it's the Dodgers, the internationals. We'd love to do a bit of a line of merch for those guys as well too. That's a question I get asked regularly. And, um, yeah, ultimately be share a bit of the love and come up with some new designs. So we'd like to try and do a, a few more things with the, with the brand. And, um, you know, we'd, I think we'd like to go down the track of making things a little bit trendier with the merch rather than just, you know, just a simple screen print. It might be a, you know, whether it's a better material along those lines that people, you know, can wear out or along those lines. So I think we really want to uh, try and focus in on that as well too. Mm. No, it's awesome. <clears throat> That's cool. And, and so if people haven't seen it, you know, you can jump on your website, pickuptrucksdownunder.com, and, yeah, there's T-shirts, stickers, banners. There's a whole range of merch there. So definitely um, worth checking it out. And um, as you say, at the moment, it's still kind of just Ford and Chev, but uh, look out in the future for some uh, potential alternate brands. You've got it. Yeah. And, um yeah, so the the big thing that we've both been talking about now for like years, and literally it is years. I think it, it was you know two and a half years ago you and I first started talking about putting a truck show on together, and and then um, you know things things went a bit sideways, and then I I almost put a truck show together in November last year, and then obviously COVID came along and screwed that up as well. So you know if you've got yourself together and, and you put on a meet and greet in Melbourne in March and um, and I'm still smacking my head around myself around the head that I didn't come down because it looked amazing. But um, talk us a little bit through the, you know, the concept first and then, you know, getting it running and, and a little bit on how the day went. Yeah, so it was obviously, as you just said, we've been talking about this for a long, long time. So I thought, what not better than to probably put the feelers out and try and do something a little bit small. So rather than doing a dedicated truck show, I just wanted uh, virtually all the people that, you know, if I could track down and that lived in Melbourne or regional Melbourne uh, or regional Victoria, ultimately come together and, and have a bit of a meet and greet. So I come up with the idea and, and uh, George's cafe uh, ultimately reached out to me and said, Hey, we'd be, willing to host it so I take my hat off to those guys because they've reached out to me and I said yeah you know are you serious and he said yeah and I said all right well let me come back to you and uh, sort of sat down uh, have thought about a bit of a plan attack and got people you know ultimately it was, a, it was a free event and I think I was sort of hoping to have maybe 20 30 trucks there uh, and I was pretty happy uh, with just having those sort of numbers 
And then I formed or ultimately I made registrations through our website. And what we, what we noticed was 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. And I thought, shit, I'm, you know, we're, this is getting a bit more serious than what I thought. And then next thing we had 75 registrations. And I was like, oh, gosh, okay, this is starting to get a bit bigger. And by the end of it, we, uh, we end up with over 100 trucks on the day. And it had a, oh, the atmosphere was amazing. I, I really, yeah, I, I guess I was so, so happy when, I, when the day come together. That we, had, we had so many people there. We had over 100 trucks, all makeshakes, models. And it was just a really good vibe. And I know a lot of people that came to the day were, were really presently, you know, surprised with just the amount of turnout and I think uh it was sort of a testament to what what was happening I know there was a couple other car shows around that weekend so we probably couldn't capture everything but to end up with 100 trucks on the very ever first meet and greet was pretty impressive I must admit yeah it's, that blew me away and I mean how obviously it's a cafe so it doesn't have 100 car parks so you guys must have been spilled up and down the street and you know how, how did that sort of all fit in yeah, we're just, I mean, we're lucky enough where George's Cafe is in Thomastown, so he's in an industrial area. Um, so we try to play it cautious with all the neighbouring sort of, um, I guess, estates, but we held it on the Sunday and I also wanted to do that where I knew people weren't at work or, or school sport or along those lines, which is why I sort of held it on the Sunday. And, um, yeah, it, it got to the point where they were parked way up the road. There was a part of me that felt a little bit bad because we couldn't capture everything. And I thought, oh, gosh, have we already grown our, our very first facility? And that was an industrial area. They were here, there, everywhere. So, it was, you know, it was a lot of things for us that we can improve and, and learn on. Um, but I think all in all, it was a success. I didn't hear anything negative about it. Uh, and everyone was smiling. So that was the main thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's um, it's awesome. Like, there's no other word for it, really. So, no, uh, congratulations. And and I I sort of mentioned on the last episode of the podcast I put out that you know the I saw a lot of people come out later and comment after some posts on Facebook and Instagram, and they're like, oh my god, how did I not know about this? You know, I'm in Melbourne, I I didn't get to go to it, and so that's why I thought it'd be great to get you on today, and have a chat. Um, about that and then obviously you've got an upcoming show in sydney in june um so just spread the love a little bit there for uh our friends up north um so tell us a little bit about plans for that one yeah obviously there was a, such an excess or success sorry in melbourne that i had you know inundated with comments saying you know can i have one in sydney can i have one in brisbane so I thought, why not better to sort of work my way up north? So on the 26th of June, we're going to host one up at um, a gentleman by the name of Scott Barter, who's pretty synonymous in the truck community, along with Aaron Gregory as well too. Aaron does a lot of custom fabrication. So I, I reached out to both of those guys because I knew if there was anyone that I could sort of reach out to, it was both of those people, and I, I knew they obviously have a lot of contacts in that community. So we're actually hosting it at scott's shop which is called oxytech and just for an address if people are interested so again 26 of june unit three and that's 83 to 85 percival road in smithfield uh, we'll be running that from 8 a.m to around midday or lunchtime uh, and again registrations are, are really important to us because then we know what we can cater for on the day 
so if you just simply head on over to the website, again, as you said, www.pickuptrucksdownunder.com. We've got registrations live uh, for that right now. And I think we're already up to 50, 60 registrations already for that. So, um, and again, that's not till June. So um, I haven't gone crazy with the promotion, to be honest, because just for the sheer fact, I've already been smacked with 60 registrations. We sort of, we think around 100 trucks or thereabouts might be our capacity, but we know we can get more out on the road. But if you want to be involved or get your truck um, to that event, make sure you jump on and, and register. And again, that's free. Um, so come along and have a coffee and uh, enjoy the day. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool. And uh, you know, you you know, Scotty's obviously got an awesome uh, chef truck that he's pretty much powder coated every part of it. I think Scotty's business is is a powder coating um, uh, business, and and obviously Aaron, you know, like uh, everyone knows that truck, and uh, it's it's awesome. Uh, it'd be awesome to go and have a look at that and. You know, he was uh, Street Machine of the Year a couple of years ago and uh, just a, a really, really well-built um, early chef pickup. I don't know what year it is exactly, but, it, you know, it's a 4753. Um, you might know. Yeah, it's a, I was just going to say, I knew it was around that. And I, I think with Aaron, he, it, it, whether it's his mood, I don't know he, whether he changes the truck style. <laughs> One moment uh it's a track truck. Next moment, it's an old school cruiser. It's got it's got multiple personalities. That truck, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's been been certainly through the ringer, and I've been um, meaning to get him on the podcast for a long time. But uh, I believe it's on an old rodeo chassis from his mini trucking days, and he just um, switched the body and and did the full build on top of that. And uh, yeah, it's it's certainly. Um, you look at different photos over the years and that thing just improves and changes every time you look at it. So it's, it's amazing. Yeah, definitely the testament to himself. And I think he, you know, it's, he does a little bespoke metal business, but he gets the work done. That's the impressive thing with Aaron. He gets in and gets it done. And he's the quality of work that comes out of his shop is really, really high. So um, that's why, again, I knew when I reached out to, to both him and Scott that I had, uh, good people that were going to come on board with uh, hosting the event, so we're really, really excited about it. Yeah, no, that's cool. I, um, I guess I probably need to just find someone that's got two trucks so I can fly into Sydney and steal one and <laughs> drive on there because um, <laughs> I'm going to be, I'll be coming to this one. There's no way I'm going to miss it. So, um, yeah, what, what's uh, your plan for going up? Are you driving up there or are you going to be there? I think so, or? yeah. I'm going to drive up. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to take my truck just for the sheer fact I'm loading it up with sort of merch and tables and along those lines, um, taking a couple people up as well too. So um, mm. I'd love to take the truck up there, but um, I think this time I'll focus on making sure that I've just got everything sort of under control the event. I think the biggest thing what happened in Melbourne is – you know, I got there and I just thought I might sell a couple of T-shirts and then everyone wiped me out of my merch and I was stuck behind the booth and I didn't actually get to enjoy all these trucks. I got stuck there and I thought, oh, I missed out on seeing all these really cool trucks. But I, I think the best thing was that I, I was really lucky, I was lucky enough to have a chat with everyone and uh, they come up and introduce themselves to me. So thank you for everyone that come and said hello. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're gonna you're gonna need need to get someone in your stall so you can actually get out and about and kick some tires. 
I think so. I think I better mingle a bit more this time around. And so we'll do our best too to get as much content as possible. I know we just recently made a YouTube video of that one uh, in Melbourne. So if you did want to watch that, certainly just jump on YouTube and search pick up trucks down under and there's a, a video of that meet. So uh, again, that's, you know, my wife, my poor wife, I'm making her doing media and social, you know, she's trying to put videos together and take pictures. So I've got to thank her for that too. So we'll try and capture as much as we can in Sydney. And, and again, it'll all be little things that we've learned on from Melbourne to try and make the one in Sydney um, bigger and better ultimately and just keep trying to focus on it and get the word out there. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Mate, it's... um. Great things you're doing, and you know, really impressed. And uh, you know, I, I think it's you know between the shops and the builders and the owners and you know everyone who's promoting stuff, and it's just a, the whole scene is really building up. And you know, having been you know, for instance, I, I was at Dino's Get Down in the States there in um, uh, way back in 2019. Feels like forever ago now. And the kind of the vibe that you get at those shows is is so much different to just. I mean, a normal rod run, uh, you know, show and shine, they're still good fun, but it's such, it's all mixed up. Whereas I think if we get everyone to get together and everyone just cares about trucks, it's um, it's something special. I, I, I can't wait to kind of be in that whole environment where it's just, you know, you don't, you don't wonder what someone's driving. You you pretty much know they're driving a truck and it's, it's cool. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, a lot of, you've got a real eclectic sort of bunch of people that are into them, um, you know, whether it's, you know, a, a shop truck, you know, guys with bikes, you know, cruising, you know, there's even, you can have some pro street, like there's just such a big mix that are involved with it. And I think everyone sort of appreciates a really well-built, cool truck, uh, whatever it is, patina, patina, sorry, or, or show or whatever it might be. I think you, you'll find a lot of people just appreciate it for what it is and, and again, it stands out when you're driving because there's just ultimately not that many on the road, uh, and that's always really cool to see too. When you and especially when you get a hundred or two hundred of them together, that that's a pretty cool sight to see. Yeah, no, it's gonna be awesome. And you know, for guys listening to this episode, who you know, I know a lot of guys aren't on Instagram at all. You know, um, you got you got a Facebook presence as well, um, and you know if if they've never sort of hit you up with their truck, you know, that's something you'd probably like them to do. Send them a, send you a message, maybe some photos of their truck and, and you can feature it on the page. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I, I mean, I, I do understand the main focus is Instagram, but obviously I post to Facebook as well too. So if you did want to send some pictures of your truck and you know, you don't have Instagram, you certainly jump on, on Facebook and, and send them through, or you can even reach out directly through the website. There's a contact us section there as well. And, yeah, I'll be more than happy to take a look at your truck and, and see if we can get it posted up on the page. Yeah, awesome. All right, John, well, um, thanks so much, mate, for everything you're doing and uh, and thanks for catching up with me again and uh, let's not make it another two years before we do it again. No, I think so as well too. And I think, look, the priority for me at the moment is to, to get this one done up at Sydney for the next meet and greet. I'd love to get one then up maybe towards Brisbane Sunshine Coast and then maybe we can look at trying to focus and doing something big um, nationally um, towards this neck of the woods. It would be really good to try and hold something and, 
Um, we've got the interest there. I know we've got the trucks there. We just need to get everything all together, and I'm I'm pretty confident we can put on something pretty special. Mm, absolutely. All right, mate. Thanks again. Done. Thank you. Well, that's the show for this week. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. All information shared in our episodes is general, and you should contact your engineer for advice on your build. Please remember to rate and review the podcast on iTunes and share it with friends and fellow enthusiasts on Facebook, iTunes, or the good old word of mouth. I appreciate hearing feedback, good and bad, so please feel free to shoot me an email, classicpickuppodcast at gmail.com. If you are interested in advertising on the podcast and have a relevant business, please get in touch. And finally, if you have a project you're building, it can be hard to find the time to work on it. Just spend 15 minutes a day, even if you only unbolt one panel or mount one bracket, you'll be amazed at how quickly it all adds up. The music you hear in the background of this podcast is called Hammer On Down by Uncle Bonehead. Until next week, enjoy the ride.